Jesse Fisas. Over right there. Okay, beautiful people. I'm not sure if you can hear us now live. Uh, we're trying to get through some technical difficulties here right now. Okay, beautiful people. I'm not sure. Yeah, we are live. Okay, so we started out with our motivation for the day, face the scars. I think we should just go ahead and play it again. What yeah, let's, say, play it. let's play, play it again. again for you, okay? In life, if you want to win, you have to move towards what scares you. Because here's the truth. The only form of winning that's real is fulfillment. It's doing something that makes you feel good about who you are, makes you feel good about who you're becoming. It makes you feel good not only about serving yourself, but being able to serve others. And the only way to do that, the only way is to get outside of your comfort zone. The only way to adapt and grow and improve is to push yourself towards the things that scare you. Why? Because fear is a response to stakes. It means that there's enough there that matters. And once you identify what matters, then you know what to move towards. But whenever you're moving in the opposite direction of the things that scare you, you're moving away from the very things that matter. Your mind triggers because something is a potential for failure. Something is putting you in danger. But the very thing that's putting you in danger is almost certainly emotional danger. And the things that carry emotional danger are the things that matter to you. And the things that matter to you are the things that matter most. And so to run in the opposite direction, to allow yourself to give into that, to allow yourself to see that there are stakes, that it matters, that it has meaning, and to move in the opposite direction is to literally state that you want to stay small. It's to literally say that you don't want to be successful. And once you get in that loop, then you begin to erode the thing that matters most, what you think about yourself. Because here's the reality, maybe nobody else notices. Maybe nobody else knows that you're running away from the things that scare you, but you'll know. And the one person that none of us can ever hide from is ourselves. And the only thing that really matters, going back to fulfillment, talking about the only way to win, is what we think about ourselves when we're by ourselves. And who's there in that moment? You. The one person that knows whether or not you move towards something when you're afraid. And I'm not saying don't be afraid. We're all afraid. I'm saying don't be crippled by fear. I'm saying let it be a guide. Let it move you in a direction. Have a code that you live by that says, that mandates from you, that you move towards those things, that you accept that even in the face of fear, you can always choose to act. You can't necessarily choose to not be afraid, but you can choose how you respond to the fear. Once you separate those two things, then you gain control. And being in control of your life is the ultimate way to move forward. But if you see yourself as a victim to your mental states, if you allow your emotions to control what you do and don't do, well, then you're at the mercy of the whims of neurochemistry. And you've got to rise above that. You've got to have a focus. You've got to have a goal. You have to know what it is that you want to accomplish. And regardless of whether or not that scares you, in fact, because that scares you, that's got to be the thing that triggers you to push and go and develop yourself and develop that self-worth that comes from facing your fears, doing the hard things, being willing to suffer in service of something you believe in. And that's the key. You've got to believe in something. You've got to want something. You've got to want something so bad that suddenly the fear is meaningless in the face of the meaning that is created by doing that thing. 
by knowing why you're trying to do that, by having that sit at the center of who you are and what you're trying to bring to this world. To know your why, to know who you're serving, to know what you're trying to create, to know that you can create it. But you've got to be willing to push through the fear. So stop worrying about whether you're afraid and start worrying about whether what you're pursuing matters. Because once you have that, you can push through anything. Baby girl, a message Said I won't be coming home I'd rather be alone She doesn't fully understand me Cause I'd rather leave Than to cheat If she give me some time I can be the man she needs But there's a lot of lust inside of me And we've been together since our teenage years I really don't mean Heard of all I need some time to be alone. But when you love someone, you just don't treat them bad. Oh, how I feel so sad now that I wanna leave. She's crying a heart to me. How could you let this be? I just need time to see where I wanna be. Where I wanna be. Donnell Jones So 
and a pleasant, pleasant good evening to you all here in All Flavours Land. We're very sorry about that. We did try to stream earlier on. And for some reason, unbeknownst to us, it just wasn't coming through. So we just started all over again and played you the top of the hour for what scares you. So of face what scares you, daily motivation. And sometimes we do have to face our fears, don't we, naturally, Lily? Yes, we do. And um, today I was actually asked that question, what was a challenge that I've had to overcome Mm. in the work setting? And it makes you think back to a situation where you felt really uncomfortable. Um, That's a fear that you've had to face and how you've overcome it and lets you look forward to what's ahead. I always say face the fear and do it anyway, because on the other side of fear is actually where progress can be made or where you want to kind of be but not all the time not all the time because i mean jumping off a bridge or something no that's that's something or sometimes jumping out of a parachute and it doesn't open that's yeah that's the other side of fear yeah um however in some cases it can be quite refreshing to face those fears Mm. and know that you know i think even this last year a lot of people have been fearful of this whole um, pandemic situation yes and just knowing about you know what facing certain things because it's all going to come to a conclusion at some point yeah it will you know will. so face the fear just because they say left doesn't mean you've got to go left you can go right if you want to if you re- you know in that kind of case so yeah face the fear mm-hmm. and don't allow fear to grip you and hold you to the point of where you can't do anything for yourself you're just waiting for the next direction mm-hmm. yeah so face the fear and do it anyway mm-hmm. that's what i say <laughs> that's what i always say so today's national day i think oh, we should questions. do the questions yes first, sorry because we did miss those in yes. the audience so we have posed two questions today we want you to give us um your contributions to them in the chat or feel free to call in after seven o'clock The questions are, number one, did slavery end in 1865 or did it just evolve? What do you think? And the second question is, you win a large, it's more of a scenario, the second question. You win a large amount of money and decide to give your ex-wife and mother of your children some of your winnings. But your new girlfriend, who you left your wife for, is angry that you did. What is your next move? Hmm. Very, very uh, thought-provoking questions there, aren't they? Yes, they are. And we've had quite a lot of response for the first question on Facebook. So we'll be covering a lot of those answers um, shortly. Okay. So the National Day, Lily, initially I just wanted to shout out Channel 4. Because on Friday, they had a 24-hour of all-black-fronted programming now i'm not sure if you were able to tap into that but i think that was quite amazing Mm. 24 hours of all black programming so there would have been a blackface uh leading or shown within 24 hours Mm -hmm. presenting films all that kind of stuff sadly i didn't get a chance to tap into that you can watch it on catch up oh so there's channel four catch up you can watch it on yeah, catch up. And I think that's a, that's really good by, you know, black talent. So everything from script writers to news presenters to flagship shows, celebrity goggle box, 
all those kind of things were showing mm. on Friday. Might have to look at, might have to have a look. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I think it's good. I think um, the whole concept of us wanting to be seen is Mm. being done at an ultimate scale when it comes to things like this. I do feel like there is something. Yeah. Something doesn't end with a K, but that's how I something (laughs) behind it. but it's nice to see people like us in um, presenting. It's not just, you know, Hollyoaks, because yeah. I know that wasn't one of the big ones on there, but I'm not really a fan of Hollyoaks. So it's nice to see them on other things, yeah. um, like being the presenters of, I think Mo Gilligan did the breakfast show with um, another young lady, I don't know her name, but they had people like um, Lady Like Judy, Judy Love on it. Okay. Um, And I like things like that. I think it's really, really nice to see us at the forefront and it allows them to showcase their talent as well. Yeah. So where they may not have been utilised for that search, now they've been kind of exposed. Yeah. Um, Everybody has seen them now. Well... I say everybody, most people have seen them now, so now they can be utilised. Mind you, Judy Love and that was she was doing stuff prior to that. But what's what's nice about it is yes, that it was an all black twenty four hour mm. kind of thing, and Channel Four are known for that. Mm. They they're very flagship for doing unconventional things. Mm. I think they used to have something, uh, uh, and I never, I really didn't watch it, but it was like a porno thing mm. back in the eighties. I think it was the 80s and it was like a yellow triangle. So that, yeah, yeah, back in the 80s. And things like YouTube, they were quite iconic Mm. for those times. So I think Channel 4 is quite renowned for doing those kind of things. They're the changers, the game changers. They are the game changers. However, like you said, Lily, it's it's like, mm, what is the sentiment behind it? And Mm. I know that it's funny because Daddy and I were looking at... um, I've just started a new uh, post mm. and looking at the ratios and you, you're thinking, are you just fitting that criteria that they want? So they've done something to fit a criteria yeah. or are they doing it to actually make a change? Do you know the thing is, though, <laughs> it's so horrible that we overthink things like yeah. this like white people don't sit in the house and say oh when did they just did it because you know we tick the boxes like they they don't sit in the house and do that why do we the fact that they had to do this program do this this programming, programming for yeah. us there's clearly a disparity there like there's a big major problem and we are actually discussing whether or not they did it with an ulterior motive that's awful that is, but I guess that's the way that we maybe approach things. However, I don't think that they done it with that... Intent. Intent, yeah. However, when you're thinking on hindsight and see whether they do it now or include that within their programming, that is where the discrepancy might mm. come in. So maybe they will have people, a mixed blend, a diverse blend yeah. of people. We'll see. Mind you, I don't really watch Channel 4, so I couldn't say I don't really watch television. So I couldn't say. And I like, tell you how I have seen a lot more um, black, African, Caribbean, Asian actors. Yeah. Netflix seems to be putting a lot of things on there, but I don't know if that's just because of my feed. 
you know sometimes when you watch more of one thing like I like yeah. crime channels so I get more of the investigatory programs and films so that's my kind of thing on Netflix but I've seen a lot more I, I was saying black representation I was on saying there. to a friend of mine the other day uh, that we met hi Michelle that we met for lunch and everything and I was saying to her that Netflix do give out funding they they fund film projects Okay. So within their funding, maybe people are applying for funding from our demographic mm. and that's why we're seeing more of the things that we're seeing mm-hmm. on Netflix. And I think it's amazing. We watched Blood Brothers. It was Muhammad Ali and Malcolm, Malcolm X. Malcolm X. I've seen that. I really haven't watched it yet. But I've, yeah, really, really it. good documentary because they fell out mm. because um, Muhammad was it to do with the Nation of Islam. It was to do with the Nation yeah. of Islam, yeah. And they really treated Malcolm X Badly, really badly in the end because yeah. he saw things differently mm. and sometimes when we see things not from the same perspective as others we can be isolated and discriminated against mm-hmm. it's not that it's a bad thing that we see things differently and we don't agree because obviously it's all right to not agree with with what people think yeah but and um, it's boring yeah. thinking like everyone else is yeah. boring yeah i just you know sometimes when it's, it's that film Yes Man with Jim Carrey. Yeah. He says yes to everything. And in the end, he's like, but I don't want to say yes yes to everything. It's not who you are. We are not the same people. We don't mm-hmm. all like potatoes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there needs to be some um, variety. And we seem to be getting that variety, I guess. Yeah, that's lovely. So well done, Channel 4, for that. That's really great thing that you've done for for us let's hope that it's something that stays and not the fact of having 24 hour broadcasting of a black fronted front Mm. but having a diverse broadcast over 24 hour periods yeah of people from all races creeds colors because we are all one human race and we all want to be in line with each other Mm. however the question that we posed at the top about slavery, mm-hmm. we'll have a look at that as well because has it evolved? That's that's something, and we had lots of response over that. So we'll see where we go with that. Mm-hmm. What about um, we we looked at another part of the national day? So that was just something, just a reminder, and a, th- a great big thank you out to Channel Four, but. What is the actual national day of today? So we haven't got a day, we've got a month. It's called yeah. Oddfellows Friendship Month. From the 1st of September to September 30th, the Oddfellows have been celebrating friendship for over 200 years by bringing people together to enjoy the brighter side of life. Mm. Friendship is at the very heart of our organisation. So every September, we get together to highlight how important it is to have friends around you that not only make you laugh, but also have your back yeah friends that have your back i think that's more important than friends that make you laugh to be honest yeah few and far between would you say yeah i think sometimes you people like to be around um those that appease their soul and spirit but sometimes you need people that check you and bring you into line as well definitely definitely and don't always tell you what you want to hear don't always tell you what you want yeah. to tell me. Okay, yeah. I've I've a couple of times I've been that person to a friend, and that f- friend's been that person to me, 
where I'm like, I'm not like other people. Oh, I'm not going to tell you what, what, what you want to hear. Yeah. Because I don't agree with you. Yeah, because it's the love you have for that person, isn't it, really? Mm. You know, but it makes a point here about loneliness is a growing uh, problem in the UK. And this mm. is more than 9 million people of all ages say that are lonely, either often or always, according to research by the mm. co-op and the British Red Cross. That's only two organisations. So I'm not surprised at that a lot of lonely people out there. So mm. friendship is so important. I know we've spoken on this before, haven't we, about friendship? Yeah. And the odd fellows. So how do you join in the fun then, Lily? It says, come along and join the fun. Last year, our branches hosted over 170 exciting events up and down the country. I don't... How did they do that last year within lockdown? <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe they did it on Zoom. Um, everything from <laughs> fun-filled tea parties and lunches to friendship walks and quiz nights. Mm. Search for what is happening in your area using our event finder. So the um, our fellows have an event finder. We all know how daunting these first steps to expanding your social, social, social circle can be. If you're feeling in need of a little confidence boost, check out our top topics for making friends by downloading our brand new guide to making friends top, that, top tips that is a lot of is yeah, a, top tips to making brand new friends that's a mouth, mouthful <laughs> isn't it goodness gracious that, it, is, it is hard when you're going into a new environment it's extremely it. difficult to find who you connect with to find who you know how to get through the day Especially if you're someone new coming in and maybe people feel, I don't know. I'm awkward. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Same. I'm awkward. I will not. Um, there's two two sides to the first time you meet naturally Lily. And the first time is either she's got a resting lady dog face and the <laughs> other side is just awkward. Like I'm trying to make a conversation, but it, I don't really want to talk to you. I, I'm just very silent and just observing and feeling out my environment. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. And maybe everyone else is doing the same thing. Especially, but you know... I, you remember we had this conversation about introverts and extroverts and yeah. introverts and extroverts, blah, blah, blah. I feel like if you have... And I do think it's true what those personality types... Um, those description of those personality types. I do think if you're an extroverted person, you can go into a new environment and click with a lot of people straight away. Yeah. Or you don't even have to click with them. You can strike up a conversation. You don't like them, but you need to feel comfortable. So you have to be social. Engaged, yeah. But if you're introverted, I would go into a new situation and like to just sit in the corner and wait for it to end. Really? Yeah. No, you got, sometimes you've got to... Make your mark to enable people to see what you're like. So I know going into that new kind of environment last mm. week, say, when I started, th th it was very hot. Mm. So the guy goes, oh, it's like a sauna in here. And I was like, oh, well, you don't have to go to the gym later on. You could just sit in here, come in here for five minutes, you'll be all right. Yeah. But they didn't take it as anything. Yeah. So, but I made my statement. That's what you know what I'm like. Yeah. I just like try to make everyone feel comfortable in that sense. But I guess in some environments you just can't be like I'm, that. I'm the complete opposite. I literally will go. <laughs> Jay will agree with you. 
Kels will say the same thing about me. Well, you lot, when you go out, you don't make any friends because we will go and sit down in a nice little corner. Yeah. Drink our drink. And I'm oh, happy. Is it, is it time to go now? <laughs> Let's go. But sometimes it's not about even making friends, is it? Sometimes it's just about... I got five. I can yeah. count them on my hand. And that's enough sometimes, yeah. you know. But this odd fellows, like it said, it's it is a way for people that maybe feel lonely, yeah, or don't have any much, you know, people to talk to. In that sense, it's a good way of reaching out and being able to make a meet and greet new people in mm-hmm. your life. So, what does it? It says, well, you've said how to get involved. Yeah, it says if you're a national or local organisation and would like to work alongside us in bringing more communities together through friendship, we'd love to hear from you. Please get in touch. So um, in your browser, you type in... Oh, I've lost it. Our fellows, one fellows, someone's Odd fellows, Ed fellows. Odd fellows. Friendship. O-D-D-F-E-L-L-O-W-S. Friendship. And... Um, Get in contact with them. They'll have a contact form on their website that you can use to work with them. Yeah. And, yeah. So, Lily, do you want to post that into the chat chat box? Okay, I'll fucking yeah. find it. And, um, yeah, that's if you someone out there that's doesn't um, isn't connecting with anyone, want to meet, go out and meet somebody, Oddfellows Friendship Month, it is that time. And um, probably a great time to connect with other people. And obviously coming out of lockdown as well, um, that might be a time, isn't it? It's a time now to connect with others. I think it's really hard for people now, though. I know a lot of people are suffering with leaving your house anxiety, which is sometimes it might be easier for you to meet people online first. Mm. Um, Like they they do do little group Zooms or anything like that. Because a lot of people are having the stress and panic of leaving their house to meet people. Do you know that I I, I learned today that there's over a million vacancies um, in the UK due to Brexit Mm -hmm. and so forth, as well as over a million people still on furlough. Yeah. That's quite um, shocking. And uh, there's a lot of people still working from home. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... And a lot lot of those people will stay working from home because I think... There's a possibility that we're going back into the direction we was last this, this time last year. They're trying not to. This is what I hear, but we we just don't know from any from day to day. You can't plan. You can't plan. We you can't. just have to just. Oh, today has been good. Let's see what tomorrow is like. We can have a plan as well because I went into Liddell's. Shelves are empty, guys. Again, shelves are empty. So have that what was that what was the word Lily? <laughs> I can't remember the word that we of the day that we use for having a plan we'll find it out and we'll get back oh. to you alright so we'll see y'all in five we'll be back after these yo knife crime is not new yeah I grew up in the 80s and there was knife crime back then between blacks and whites and now it's definitely between young black men in small tiny communities and it's affecting everyone we all look stupid you look even more stupid if you've got a knife or you know someone that's got a knife tell them to stab themselves right now trust me because you're just going to stab your future if you go and stab someone else you become a murderer you go to prison you ain't got shit for what for some beef that lives within your community you need to see past that 
it, we have to say something about it as well. Entertainers that are out there, there's young people that look up to us, man. We need to just vocalise this, send a message out saying, put the knives down, it's done. All right, it's done. We don't need to be killing ourselves. We have so much more we can offer. And you're going to kill your future, you're going to kill someone else's future, and it's done. Entertainers, do me a favour, man. Put out similar videos. Let's try and put out something and say that we care for our communities. Stop the knife crime, please. Are you having an event and looking for entertainment for your event? For all ages, from bouncy castles, selfie mirrors, rodeo balls, call Boss Leisure now on 7 That's 07-833-958-528. We provide entertainment for weddings, children's parties, and corporate events. Check out our website, www.bossleisure.co.uk. Boss Leisure, we've got you covered anywhere in the UK. Boss Leisure, the name you can trust for your event. Congratulations, you have not won a grand prize of £25,000. Because automated phone calls like this are very often scams. Scams aren't always phone calls. They can be letters, emails, or even personal visits. There's a scam for everyone, and they all have one thing in common. They're designed to rip you off. Have a nice day. For more information on how to avoid getting scammed, visit oft.gov.uk. More music variety right here on The Listener's Choice. AllFlavorsRadio.com, the number one radio station on the net, reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. Shout out the chat room crew. Shout out the chat room crew, WhatsApp crew. Worldwide crew. Shooting crew. Silent listeners out there. 
picking up all of the DJs. DJ George Flavors. DJ Slim and DJ Mark Finnegan yesterday. A big shout out to Angela Gel Gel. Chrissy, how are you doing, Chrissy? DJ Laro, you can catch DJ Laro from 6 to 8 tonight. John Ken, how are you doing, John Ken? Mark Philogene, you can catch Mark Philogene from 6 to 8 on a Monday night. And from four to six on a Sunday. Also giving a big shout out to Pele Hoxton. How are you doing, Pele? the shout out to Lindy. How you doing girly? And Bev. Shout out Joy McKay. Dear Carlo. And Gal Gal. How you doing, Darnell, the therapist? Scott Max. Guest 418-547-885-771. and Glad to have you all on board here on the Let's Talk Drive Time show. And Lily really posing those questions again. I've, I've, I've got really bad cold at the moment. My, th- my throat's so sore. Uh, sometimes, you know, I go on these gigs and um, I lose myself. You know what I'm like on stage. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I end up being in the middle of the crowd. Oh dear. And again, we were in Southend on But on you have Saturday. also started at a new school as well. Yeah, and you too. generally get the new environment colds when you start at new places. So. I'm just going to return that to sender seriously. <laughs> I just can't deal with this, but it's slowing me down a little bit. But you know what? It's life and we've just got to move on with it. time. So what's that first question that we were looking at, Lily? So the first question is, did slavery end in 1865 mm. or did it just evolve? Yes. All right, so we're going to think on that one, listeners, because it's quite an amazing... Um, it was someone, Stevenson, someone sent me a, a video mm. and I watched that and it was very true, some of the statements that he was making as regards to this because uh, there's an article that we're going to look at according... Uh, lynching law was only changed about two years ago. Yeah, the lynching law was changed about two years ago. Wow. And... Um, so we'll be looking at that. Someone, Stevenson, I can't remember his name. But what is the word for the day? So the word for the day is... It's here, Lily. Not here. 
word for today is responsive. Yes, I'm sure we all know what that is, right? Yes. We know what responsive is. What like, is it? Going to respond. Yeah. You're going to respond to me, please. Be <laughs> responsive. Would you like me to? <laughs> I was just going to say, would you like to be responsive? <laughs> responsive is when you, well, when you respond to someone's, you know. Appropriate, in the right way, right? Yeah. Respond, like, directly. Responsive means quick to respond or react in a... Desired. desired or appropriate manner. manner. That's right. The senator was responsive to the concerns voiced by the town's council and recipients. Right. The eye contains cells that are responsive to light. So when the light goes in there too quickly, mm-hmm. you blink. Or you shut your eyes because it's too bright. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so it's quite... Yeah, it's, it is an everyday kind of word that, uh, that we use compared to... Desultory. Which was for what? When we were, were speaking about not knowing what's going to be going on within the next few months, according to this. Not being able to plan. We can't plan. Yeah. We can't be desultorous or desultory. Yeah. Because being desultorous means that, you know, we got to plan and have a purpose. But the times that we live in, we can't actually be that way. I mean, I agree with you when I say you, you can kind of plan for some situations yeah. where, you know, the plan is I want to get a degree or I want to get this job or I want to do certain things. But you have to be open minded to the fact that given the circumstances of 2019, 2020 and 2021, yeah. that anything can happen and sometimes you may need to adapt to new situations. Yes. It's, it doesn't mean that those... Um, that you can't make those plans. Yeah, it doesn't mean that. Yeah, it doesn't mean you can't plan. It just means be prepared to change and Absolutely. adapt and respond to the times. Be responsive to the times. Yeah, that now is a good time to possibly put those things into place. So we're going to respond. And um, responsive means also to it in regards to being desultory. We've seen the shelves empty. We've seen certain things, but being so being prepared, but not buying all the toilet paper. Please don't oh, buy all the toilet gracious. paper. <laughs> you know, it's the other day when I saw that woman, she had was it six, <laughs> did I say six bags of eighteen? How many people live in your house? Six bags of eighteen. We never know. She might and, have been buying for a lot of people. I'm sorry. Do, are people aware? Just need. To, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret, guys. Okay. If you run out of toilet paper, you can wash. <laughs> Yes, but then it's that's not a Western way of thinking. But it is because in every European country you go to, they have bidets in the hotel. Do we have bidets in the UK? Because um, and they have it in the hotel. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say what I was about to say. But most places should be aware that that is the proper way of cleaning your best way. And there's a lady. She's a. what would you call it? Not an entrepreneur, but she started a business mm-hmm. where you can actually use the water from the, not the toilet water, but it's the, a pipe that comes in. Yeah. So you can have that. So if you don't have a There's bidet, an attachment you can get yeah, in your toilet. Yeah. Attachment. So that's, that's a great saving because toilet's not cheap. And I always think, why am I throwing money down the toilet? And Literally. I, I'm sorry, but the concept of toilet paper links with me the concept of using earbuds. Earbuds. Oh, yeah, but, but we know earbuds are bad for you as well. Really bad for you. Really bad, but people still use them. Daddy doesn't. Do you know what he does now? I don't know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he 
uses you like a egg whip. That's what my mum oh, yes. <laughs> used to clean my ears with. An egg whip, like a hair grip. A hairpin. But it does do better That's than okay, a Caribbean thing, I think. I think so no, as well. No, it's not better than that. You shouldn't be <laughs> digging anything in your ears, man. You should Mind not. you, have you seen that new cleaning thing that they do with the ears, with the water? And it really cleans yeah, out the you're ear? Suppo- well, you're not supposed to put water down. If you want to clear wax from your ears, you are, if it's really bad wax, you need to go to a specialist. Yeah. But if you've got... That specialist, if you're not that bad, you can go to the doctor and they give you some. Um, because a while ago I had block ears, yeah, they give you the prescription for it, or just use some olive oil. So, what's all this washing thing that they do with the ears? Don't, then, no, sorry guys, we can, are going off tangent a bit. You but can perforate your eardrum doing things like that, water really, because how high is the speed? I've seen it. It's Come just on, vile. It's <laughs> so vile. Oh, my days. So, yeah, the word of the day is responsive. I don't know how we got into speaking about cleaning out ears <laughs> and t- cotton buds talking and about being responsive. hair clips. But, <laughs> yeah. So, give us a... Where does it come from? Where, where does um, being responsive come from? It's, it comes from, the, join the Latin, responsus, with the suffix, ivus which gave English I've, that suffix changes verbs into adjectives as a suggestive or corrosive response in the form of respondere, which means to answer. So, okay, responsive. Give me an answer. Give me a quick answer. Quick answer. So respondere means to answer, meaning, so coming from uh, Latin, responsus, suffix, ivus, to respondere, to to answer <laughs> to responsive. <laughs> Sorry, it I know like English language. It sounds a bit Listen. mad, but yeah, and it turns from a verb to an objective to a suffix. Please, not today. <laughs> I really, it's not. My brain is just totally half switched on. Yeah, and um, really tired. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all right. It's all right to to have these kind of days, right? Remember, guys, we are here. We expand our vocabulary. Some words we use, some words we don't. As to the present time, my favourite word of all time in this series is is still. It's still at the top. It's still at the top. Pass me the bumper shoot. (laughs) And do any of you remember what the bumper shoot is? What is a bumper shoot? Please leave your comments in the chat room, in the chat box. Did you post that thing up into about the odd fellows into the chat room, Lily? I did. I posted awesome. the link. Awesome. So come and join us in the chat room and you can get all of the opportunities and everything that's there um, in order to, yeah, just expand. If you if there are the opportunities that we do post are great opportunities. And that's what we're going to go on to now, as there is one from Barclays. Right, Lily? Um, yes, there is. So... Once I find it, I don't know what's happened to my page. Barclays launches a startup accelerator for black founders. So applications are open until the 8th of October. That means you get your you get your um, application in on the 7th because we always like to do things early for this program. Um, it's a series of expert masterclasses. So Barclays Eagle Labs is launching its second 12-week virtual accelerator program. It's designed to help early-stage tech businesses founded by one or more black entrepreneurs in order to continue to help boost diversity in entrepreneurship. 
Uh, the person that has um, sent this through said that they have learned so much from this program and it really did accelerate their business. Mm. Delphine Emenyonu is the co-founder of Scribe Pay. Um, is she the person that said she learned lots from it? Well, no, she's funny. the one that says um, she was a co-founder of Scribe Pay and the accelerator in partnership with Fon, Fon Dervine. So an award-winning social enterprise specialising in digital startups. So this one, this programme is really designed for anyone that has a digital startup. Mm. So if you are a new, uh, if you're an entrepreneur or starting up a business in tech, then this Barclays um, Fund or Accelerator for Black Founders is definitely for you because it's all for startup business. And it says the founders will be mentored by mm. and receive professional coaching from scale-up experts. Now, anybody who does mindset, self-development, reads about the law of attraction, any of that stuff, you all know that those people at the top, we're talking about the Bezos and the, what's the other guy? The Virgin Man. Oh, Branson. Branson. They all had mentors. Mm. So um, we spoke about this a bit last week when we was talking about those at the top in our community helping those yeah. who need the support. They will be your mentors. You need people to give you some direction um, because as much as you're on your entrepreneur journey... There's a long, long, long lots, way to lots go. Lots to learn. There's lots. There's to a learn. lot to learn. Yeah. So yeah. this is the great. This is the great thing about these programs is they are giving you those mentors. Yeah. Um. It says over two hundred businesses applied last year, uh, of which twenty five successful businesses were selected. Mm. This year, the cohort will increase in size with forty businesses to be selected. So twenty percent. Of the applications will go through. And that's really good because obviously during last year, I'm sure that there were a lot of startups that, yes. that did start up, me being one of those. Mm. And I went on a course, it was a six week course with a company called SSE, mm -hmm. School of Social Entrepreneurs. And that was so helpful. So this is kind of similar as well as doing the, I done a fundraiser mm -hmm in order to just get the business started up with NatWest. Oh, amazing. So that was quite... And um, thank you, everyone, that did contribute to that because mm. that went a long, long way. So there are a lot of these programmes. So like you were saying, 20% up on that um, 40 businesses selected mm -hmm. compared to 20. Well, that's half, isn't it, though, Lily? Mm. 20 last year. 25 last year. So okay. just yeah. over half. See? so that's, oh, just, Sorry, just under half. That's really, really good. So it... It will commence in November, 22nd of November, right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to last 12 weeks. So yeah. expect to be on programme from the 22nd of November. Um, and then it will cul cul oh my culminate in a demo day <laughs> in February 22. Yeah. Um, at which a number of founders will have the opportunity to present their business to potential clients and investors. This is quite big, yeah. you know. So I know pitch. Pitch a lot of people ideas. think, oh, well, I'm just a small startup. But a small startup was many of the big businesses that you see right now. And the fact that you're being 
eight, you've got the opportunity to present in front of a board of people. It's a bit like Dragon's Den, isn't it? Going a before bit, them yeah. and, and giving them your ideas and then getting the extra funding to mm. make it into something bigger than what it is. Mm. Initially, you've put all the work in and now it's time to expand. So you go before these people and then you're able to maybe get funding or mentoring, like you said, or some something in order to make you grow your your business. Mm. And Delphine Enemeu, she was one of the um, applicants. Mm. Um, she applied because she was at a stage where they needed to develop to develop their idea into potential working solution. Um, the accelerator came at the right time when they needed a boost to take their business to the next step the fact that it was dedicated to black founders appealed to her and it's very challenging to be a founder but there are additional challenges being a person of color which many of us are aware of yeah. so i felt it would meet both my business needs and my cultural needs as well um so those Opportunities are open until the 8th of October. That is the last day to get your application in. 40 out of 200 will be invited. Um, obviously, they'll go for a shortlisted program and the program starts on the 22nd of November. We will post that into the chat box and you can, if you know anyone, if not necessarily yourself, but if you know anybody that may benefit from this, please share because um, each one teach one we all help each other out so if you know anyone that's a new startup business and primarily is it in technology because she's um scribe pay yeah so it's something to do with subscriptions um anything in technology no, scribe pay is like a method of payment so you know like your um your square machine yeah it's kind of like that okay so yeah she says two oh. million um two million people in the uk lose on average 150 pounds year due to subscription traps so this one is something to do with subscriptions and being able to oh i'm thinking of um, stripe yeah yeah so this scribe pay this this is um what's the latest uh, delphine's idea is that they get um taming the subscription drain can be difficult leave your fear missing renewal deadlines and payments behind download scribe pay today and see exactly where your money is going wow so if you have a lot of subscriptions and you're app. paying out for a lot of subscriptions this app the scribe pay made by delphine mm -hmm. uh mn um yeah that helps you just to keep track of of your subscriptions and there you go, she's a tech company, she's got her own app. Mm -hmm. And obviously through this Barclays um, um, startup accelerator for black founders, she's been able to make her dream come a bit of a reality mm -hmm. or come re become reality. And likewise, like, like we've been saying there, that 200 applications, 40 will be selected. If you know anyone, please let them know um, about it. And um, yeah, each one teach one, like we say, and let's help each other out when it comes to sharing information. Mm -hmm. We'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after these. Yo, knife crime is not new, yeah? I grew up in the 80s and there was knife crime back then between blacks and whites. And now it's definitely between young black men in small, tiny communities. And it's affecting everyone. We all look stupid. You look even more stupid. If you've got a knife or you know someone that's got a knife, tell them to stab themselves. 
right now. Trust me, because you're just going to stab your future if you go and stab someone else. You become a murderer, you go to prison, you ain't got shit. For what? For some beef that lives within your community. You need to see past that. It, we have to say something about it as well. Entertainers that are out there, there's young people that look up to us, man. We need to just vocalise this, send a message out saying, put the knives down, it's done. All right, it's done. We don't need to be killing ourselves. We have so much more we can offer. And you're going to kill your future. You're going to kill someone else's future. And it's dumb. Entertainers, do me a favor, man. Put out similar videos. Let's try and put out something and say that we care for our communities. Stop the knife crime, please. Are you having an event and looking for entertainment for your event? For all ages, from bouncy castles, selfie mirrors, rodeo balls, Call Boss Ledger now on 7 That's 07-833-958-528. We provide entertainment for weddings, children's parties and corporate events. Check out our website www.bossleisure.co.uk Boss Leisure, we've got you covered anywhere in the UK. Boss Leisure, the name you can trust for your event. Congratulations, you have not won a grand prize of £25,000. Because automated phone calls like this are very often scams. Scams aren't always phone calls. They can be letters, emails, or even personal visits. There's a scam for everyone, and they all have one thing in common. They're designed to rip you off. Have a nice day. For more information on how to avoid getting scammed, Visit oft.gov.uk. More music variety right here on the listener's choice. Allflavorsradio.com, the number one radio station on the net, reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. You're in a situation. Why are you in Don't do this. Why are you driven like that? Well, I understand that, but your whole vibe is, you know, I can see myself being with you forever. Ah, that's that's really beautiful, and I kind of dig you too, you know that, we, but we're friends, and I'm in a situation, I, I'm in a relationship, and you know what that means. Well, whatever I gotta do, I'll do it for you. Should <laughs> put me in an awkward situation. How you doing out the world? Sounds of Erica Badu. Next lifetime. Speaking up the chat room crew. WhatsApp crew. Tuning crew. And worldwide crew. 
big high five to all of the DJs. Doing your thing. Over the start time and during the week. Bigging up George Flavors. Catch George Flavors on a Saturday from 10 till 12. And a Sunday on at 2 till 4. Don't forget DJ Nige, you can catch Nige too on a Saturday night, 8 till 10. And a Sunday from 8 till 10. And also giving a big high five to Mark Philogene, you can catch Mark on a Monday from 6 till 8 and a Sunday from 4 till 6 as well as DJ Slim on a Monday from 8 till 10 and on a Thursday from 6 till 8 And that's right, DiCarlo. Yes, it is the umbrella co- cover. A bumper shoot is an umbrella cover. see we're on a nice slow jam tip tonight and this is naturally Lily's playlist she's just a natural Lily slow jam chick Shouting out Michael Duncan, the winner of last week's competition. You have a T-Volution t-shirt on its way. Five to guest nine nine six from Barry. I just wanna let you know you got to change your mind, 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 mind. Shout out Livingston Gilchrist. 
Saying a big hi to Hortense. How you doing, Marjak, Anisha, Isa, Anaya, and Rachel, John John? Johnny Gill there. My, my, my. And that's the track from like back in the day. That was the original Slow Jams, naturally, Lily. Johnny Gill. Did you know that? I actually did know that song. <laughs> you did know it? I did, yeah. <laughs> She's like, what's this Once one? it got started, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and into it. Because, oh, there, I mean, there was nothing like the Slow Jams, right? But no. I wasn't really... That was your thing. I wasn't really into that. I don't know why. I just... I love slow jams and I love rap. Okay. Well, I love Ludacris. <laughs> Ludacris? Okay, I've, I don't... Th- have I ever heard anything from Ludacris? You've definitely heard Ludacris. Okay, because I, I can't Because say... I've played it while you've been in the car with me. Just really, really loud. All right, do I ever say at least she's a bit loud in the back here? Always. <laughs> All right, so moving on swiftly. We were going to uh, mention this young lady because she has been on our books for a long time, as (laughs) Lily says. And I just think that she needs a bit of credit. Her name is Dacia Taylor. And she's a 17-year-old high school student that invented some colour-changing sutures that detect detect infection. Mm. Very good. All right, 17 years old. We're gonna, I think we're going to come back on this lady because since March 25th, 2021, she made the news. Wow. And I've been wanting, wanting to really speak about her, but just haven't had the opportunity. opportunity. Mm. All right, so she made these sutras or these gauzes that you put on cuts and they change colour. It's not gauze, it's um, suture is thread. Oh, is it thread? Oh, it's so they you, sew it. what you stitch okay. with. Okay, yeah. they stitch it up. Sorry, please forgive me. Stitch. And then if they change colour, it shows that you, you've either got an infection or not. I think mm, that's quite very brilliant good. that she's come up. She's only 17. Wow. 17 years old. And this is the thing about, um, our cult- not our culture, but people from now and to the past all these things they're looking out for different things mm. and they come up not you know it's not just the uh black diaspora that have created mm. inventions but it's nice that a 17 year old young black female 
again has hit the record books for yeah. doing something like this right yeah it has and I wonder I need to read the story a bit more but I wonder if this came out of an experience that she possibly had with someone that she's known okay um being post-surgery and come, having an infection as to why she'd come up with this idea yeah you More know. than likely, all the time, it is something personal as to re- the reasons why mm. you come up with an idea, isn't it? So yeah. more than likely, I'd have said that something happened and or she was creating something and thought, you know, let me try this to see if it makes a difference. Maybe it was a family member might have caught a infection that led to gangrene. Sepsis you just don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, so she thought, she, I need to look for a way in which... This doesn't happen again. Mm. And then she come up with the idea. So high five to Dacia Taylor. Check her out online and um, see the amazing creation that she's made. And um, she even speaks about here about infections after cesarean section. Because those are usually not they don't get missed, but a lot of women, obviously in the US, they work a lot different than we do here. Yeah. Um but I don't know how quickly they would discharge them, but I know you pay for your hospital stay, don't you? Yeah. So the longer you stay in hospital, the more, the more you're paying. Yeah. And I wonder if that is what kind of pushed her to say, mums don't want to be in hospital because they can't afford it, especially from certain, um, you know, social groups. Yeah. I wonder if it's better that they've got this provision that they can themselves look while they're at home. Oh, it was read before. I've told you I'm in pain, but you don't believe me. Yeah. We know what diaspora that is. Um, it's gone a different colour. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, it, this, this is game-changing, really. Game-changing, especially for women that have not been listened to. Yeah, and that, what's amazing as well is the time period that we're in. Mm. We think we've, we're so techni- technologically advanced mm-hmm. when there's just still so much more to find out and so much more to learn and sometimes it's the simple things not the technology the simple thing as a piece of thread suture thread yeah is going to tell the difference between you know you can immediately look at that and identify an infection without having to go through the long process of let me take some blahs let me do this yes there's a clear identifying factor there that shows you that this man, this woman has an infection. Yeah. What are we going to do to treat it? Amazing. Well mm. done. Well done, Dacia. And I'm sure that, you know, 17-year-old, you're set, darling. You are really set. But just remember, log that intellectual property. Mm. As we learned last week. Okay. Log that intellectual property. Okay. So, did... can I say something funny on this? <laughs> yeah. Because... <laughs> On my session today, <laughs> I made the point about having certain ideas in the workplace that yeah. just get claimed by someone else. And she says to me, the lady that leads the program, she goes, make sure, she goes, I know it's for the organisation, but make sure you put your stamp on your intellectual property. And when she said that, I was like, wow. Yeah, timely. We had spoken about this last week. Yeah. She goes, your stamp, whether it's a little signature at the bottom of your document, you PDF all your, your work that you send over. Watermark it. You watermark it. You send it in email because the first email came from you. Yeah. I'm like, wow. We literally spoke about to. this last week. You have to have to Guys. look after your intellectual property we spoke on that last week we will be posting that check it out on our youtube page you can catch the rerun as regards to that because it is actually a very important mm-hmm. uh 
thing that we do if we are creators. Mm-hmm. So, Lily, the question of today, well, one of the questions of today, highlighting, did slavery end in 1865 or did it just evolve? Your thoughts? Now, we know that I am quite... I get triggered. And there's certain topics that trigger me. Right. And I don't, I'm not going to get I'm not going to get triggered today. I, I promise. <laughs> no. I won't get triggered today. But there are certain topics that trigger me and we don't we've said on this show many many times don't like to keep on coming back onto this black and white issue and slavery because that's not where our our history started and yada yada yada. Yes is my answer to that question. It okay. has evolved. Yeah. As as you're in agreement with so many other people that left their points on Facebook. Facebook. So if you want to join in on the conversation, please give us a call. 07895 134 713. That's 07895 134 713. And that's uh, true. I feel that it has evolved because when I read the article, there was an article and we found the uh, fellow's name. It's Brian Stevenson. Mm -hmm. That he explained the importance of the anti-lynching law that just passed in Congress. And that was very recently. Mm. Okay, so up until, uh, when was it? The, it was about two years ago, I think, this it was highlighted that they were, people were still being lynched. So there's no. a law. <laughs> so wait. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, wait. Really. Let's, we know that people are still being lynched up yeah. until recently. That's not something new. Yeah. What I find outrageous yeah. is the fact that there was still documentation that hadn't been amended as regards to lynching. Right. Oh, that's the law. That's the actual law, wasn't it? But I, I don't understand why those why that law still stand still stood. It's still so there. Recently, why is it still there? I think it's no. They've they've overturned it now in Congress. But as of two years ago, yeah, that's shocking. Yeah, I'm trying to find the date that they done it because I don't want to give out misinformation. Um, but yeah, it was very recent, and this is what Brian Stevenson was trying to bring to people's attention. So it was while Donald Trump was in sworn in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. It says it will be interesting to see how Donald Trump responds to the fact that both the House and the Senate have passed legislation that makes lynching a federal hate crime. The Senate passed the bill unanimously and in the House, the vote was 410 to 4. So there were still four people that still wanted to have it there. As Erin Logan reports, this is something that Congress has failed to do for over 100 years. So it was something very, very recent. They don't actually give the date there. I I'm sorry, but it's a hate crime to say to someone, I don't like you because you're gay or whatever. That's a hate crime. You go to prison for things like that. You yeah. know what I mean? That You can say out loud to someone a hate statement yeah. and go to prison for it, but lynching still wasn't done as a hate crime. No. How on earth does that make sense? But obviously we're not talking about hate crime. We're talking about the, the evolved the evolvement of slavery and in its many forms because in this day and age we there is still physical slavery which we've we've touched on in the past there's mental slavery which 
there's a lot of people that are still bound by this mental slavery, as well as other forms of slavery. To the prison system, system is system. no. The prison system is slavery. Yeah. So in the prison system in America, I'm not speaking about it so much over here, but the system in so, America um, states something to do with the fact that if you are, if you have committed a crime, mm. um, and it's a it has to be a, t- a certain type of crime. But once you are in that penitentiary system, they legally are allowed to make you do forced labour without payment. So a lot of the prisoners are out there doing, I know they do different jobs and stuff like that, yeah. but they do forced labour. Levi Jeans, for one. Oh, my God. In prison. They do forced labour without payment. That is a form of slavery. And we notice the demographic of um, humans that are in the prison system seem to almost be very similar to those that were slaves. Yeah, absolutely. Because they had to find another way in order to keep them that way. As well as, listen to this, this is a kicker. So all those guys that were sent to jail... Mm. for selling marijuana, for instance. Now, all these companies now, these cannabis companies that are legalised, the corporate cannabis run by... Corporate America. Corporate America. They're okay. But the little guy selling his, having his little entrepreneur (laughs) private business on the street corner is a criminal. How does no, that work but I out? think there are some states in America where you can legally sell cannabis. You sure. Yeah, there's some states in America. You don't. You don't have to get pharmaceutical Do you have to be a practitioner. Or something? No, 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 no. I, I don't think so. Please, someone correct me on this. <laughs> but I know there are some states in America that you can get. You can small amounts of but weed. What about corporate amounts? Yeah, but corporate amounts, they, they're always... They pack machines full of always going to have... You know, what, the vendor machine? Yeah. Yeah, but anyone can get a vendor machine. Snoop Dogg has got a vendor machine. Okay. So people, you, like me and you could go and get a vendor machine and put it up in America. Right. In the right state and sell weed. Okay. So the vendor machines aren't corporate America. That is that is also the little man on the corner trying to do his little hustle. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's another type of side hustle in America. But I'm talking about, like... Just I can't, I can't. The pharmaceutical business itself is a, in my thought, um, goes against the whole concept of drug dealing. But pharmaceuticals and natural products are two different things. But we're talking here about. But they'll tell you the natural products that you're using. So, for example, I bought chaparral the other day for um, like it's health is health medicine that they use and the native americans use them quite a lot yeah just in general and when you go when you go online all the verified the blue tick companies will speak against this so well when you do the natural kind of research on about what kind of symptoms it it's a cancer um it helps not what's the word that I'm looking for? Not cure cancer, but it is one of those it's aids in anti coming better. Yeah, yeah. But then if you went on, I think there was one website and it it on the quoted. Farmer. 
Cancer Research UK. Yeah. And they speak against taking they would, though, Chaparral. It? They would. They would. But that's for another show. We're going we're gonna to highlight this one. I'm going to log this and we're going to highlight this Holistic in another show. Holistic medicine. Holistic versus pharma. Mm. All right. Might be, get a lot of backlash. Who knows? We don't know. But going back to this whole involvement of slavery. Evolution. Because yeah, yeah. it isn't evolution. Although we, when it comes to the human family, it's creation to, to me, all hands down. But mm. there's lots of people who have different, very different ideas out there. Mm-hmm. But the involvement of slavery, because there's many forms, mm. as mentioned, you know, the mental, the physical and the unseen. Mm. Like you said, the prison system. That, that whole, it was created that way. And some of the sentences, you see the difference. There was a judge in the States that there was, it was this guy, Brian Stevenson. This is why he took it up, because he was sitting into the inside the courtroom mm-hmm. and then the judge comes in and the judge says to him, no, no, you've got to go outside because we don't, have the convicts in before before the case starts but the guy, he turns around and says well you need to wait for your lawyer that's what the judge said to the Brian Stevenson Brian Stevenson says but I am the lawyer so the judge and the other lawyer started laughing and he saw the bias but we know that already but him himself being in that position he saw it and then he asked that question about the involvement of slavery because just because they see us mm. I've had it this week but as I was well. going to say to you the same <laughs> thing happened to you when you walked into the into the school and area you walk into your environment that you know you belong in because I'm sorry no one ha- people have this statement of oh I don't belong yes you do you belong wherever you place your two feet you belong in that environment but someone else comes to disrupt your spirit yes okay oh yes are you such and such the helper no I'm not the helper actually I'm the one that's here to run things yeah no and I don't know we this is this this is mental slavery yeah that I'm, this is the mental slavery we go in thinking that we have to have this mentality where we can't be loud and where is that coming from sorry I can hear myself speaking we feel that we can't big up ourselves so to speak. Mm. So go in and, and, and own the environment and state your claim and say, no, I'm here to run things. We, yeah. we can't make those statements. But actually, why? Yeah, there should be nothing that prevents us from doing that. And that's what this Brian Stevenson guy was thought. Hold on here. I'm here as legal counsel. And you're still looking at me as a criminal. You know, and in that sense, that's why he asked, has slavery ended or has it evolved no because, because they still see us as their runarounds yeah and and that's just the truth and it's sad to think that because we haven't always been in that position like you said mm. we haven't always our history doesn't start with that and mm. it, we always kind of end up sometimes on this subject when sadly we live in a world where a lot of us are still slaves to the system, slaves mentally, slaves physically, because in Libya, all that that stuff that's going on, Mm. China, all this stuff's going Mm -hmm. on, people being locked in their homes, not in their homes, but locked in someone else's home, being a slave to that person. Mm. And we're living in 2021. 
Do you know what? Does time change anything? <laughs> we, we physically, you can't do anything about the slaves that are well. You can. You can be an activist, and we should all be some form of activist in some whether it's in our workplace or on the bigger scale, we should all be some form of activist. Mm. But we can't physically do anything about that situation right now. We can change our mental and our mental being a slave to our employer, for example. Mm. Yes, you have to work but to you survive. you have to be a slave to your employer. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to be a slave okay. to your employer. You owe them the hours that they pay you for. Yeah. That's yeah. what that's what you owe them. Anything above that is a privilege. Yeah, they've got to recognise as well. Exactly. That, do you know what? This is my time, and now you've got to pay me for my time. Exactly. Yeah. So at the end of the day, let's look at some of the questions or the answers on on Facebook and see what some of the listeners and contributors have come up with, and uh, we'll look at them from. We'll look at all the comments here, yeah? So we've asked that question, did slavery end in 1865 or did it just evolve? And Peter Bowler says it evolved and it is very careful since social media has evolved always, trying to hide that it's ugly truth. And it is an ugly truth that it does exist, right? It's still con- it's still out there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I think as well there's someone made this statement the other day um it wasn't the other day I read it earlier today mm. and it was about cancel culture which is something that's to do with social media canceling people for statements that they made yeah. previously and he made the point that we all say things and do things and have done in the past that could potentially come back and bite us yeah. At whatever point. But why do we think that we can be that person that dictates how someone else is spoken when we're not perfect either? Yeah. And I do think that is also the form of the, uh, the slave to the system whereby you have to be painted in a certain way to appeal to others in order for you to get anywhere in life. The moment anyone in this day and age now, the moment anyone doesn't like what you've said... Well, fits in, isn't it? Fits into yeah, the criteria, as it were. You don't tick all of their boxes. Yeah. They will just cancel you out of... You don't exist no more. Yeah. How many one-hit wonders have you heard? And they've come out with some outlandish comment and they weren't one hit wonders. They were great for a time. They've come up with some outlandish statement that one person didn't agree with. And then all of a sudden you don't hear from that person anymore. Which tells you that freedom of speech is well and truly gone. Because that word freedom doesn't exist. Freedom. What does it mean to be free then? Because slavery, freedom. Well, they were never set free. We know that for, because look at the struggle. The struggle continues even down to this day. Whether we, we say, okay, it did end in 1865, but look at, and lynching, oh yeah, they've passed a law recently that you're not, hate crime is, is part of hate crime, but the, the police are allowed to shoot people on the street. Mm. Like without even thinking twice about it. Mm. And they're not shooting their own people. Yeah. So um, Gordon West, uh, or Lorraine says, it's evolved big time, zero hour contracts. 
So do you know about those zero hour contracts? But do you not have... This is another thing. What's that? Do you not have to agree to a zero hour contract? You do. But some people... This is like that woman last week. Like we said, you know, no, I'm not going to... I'm not signing your contract. But you have to agree to it. Yeah. I, I get, yes, you do have to... Some people are in such a worse off situation that they they can't help but, but to sign it. And yeah. as you know, yeah. But, but slavery exist. is something that they didn't sign up for. No, but obviously by so that concept that doesn't possibly. really apply there. I don't think. But the, you know, zero hours. I have to look a bit more into that. But it's just how how smart are they to keep the rich richer? And is it about keeping the rich richer? Yeah, because they're the ones that run the economy. Well, well, no, that we run the economy because we're the one, we're the consumers that keep on putting money in their pocket. <laughs> we run the economy, mm. but they don't. I, I don't know. I when it comes to keeping the rich rich and the poor poor, I feel I'm on the on the fence about that, mm. and I think that's because of mindset. Mindset. In some ways, yeah. yeah, I think they to some degree yes, the rich just keep on getting their pockets filled, but. We have to understand as people that are not particularly on that plane as yeah. monetary level. Yeah. How do you think they do it? Why do you think they do it? Look at their methods. We spoke about the Barclays situation and the mentorship. All these people have mentors that are telling them how they keep on lining their pocket with other people's other people's money. Yeah. So yeah. look, observe, and we have to kind of. Um, Bev said it here she said you have to show them off and leave them behind people that are trying to put you down these slave masters because <laughs> I said that to someone it's like yes master I said that to someone the other day because I was getting on my nerves <laughs> that's what daddy said <laughs> he said our neighbour said uh, he was sweeping the front and the, the friends at the next door says oh could you do mine for me and he's, he said he always thought he's going to say <laughs> yes master <laughs> How do you want me to do it, man? So it was a bit funny. I said funny, that to someone like, the other day. Because I'm like, I'm not your, I said that. I'm not your slave. Yeah, yeah. There's been things that have been in the work environment that needed to be done ages ago. And I can see the things need to be done. And, you know, you. this is where we're saying you go, you only owe them the hours that they pay you. You go in... And you're like, do you know what? I know what my job is that I'm doing today and I know what I've got to do and this is what's in my diary. And then someone else has left things for you to do. And because sometimes we are that person and we are a slave to punishment, we're, oh, don't worry, darling, I'll do it for you. There comes a point where you've got to just switch on and say no. You've Uh, had to do that for ages. Why am I now taking over? Yeah, stand your ground. No, no. And again, like um, Ken says here, Ken, sorry, Ken Robinson says we're living in modern day slavery. Yeah. On many, many levels. On many levels. Okay. But Michael says in terms of the transatlantic slave trade, it evolved into indentured workers from India. Yep. But slavery has always been around and would always be around Mm -hmm. in some form. And actually slavery is bigger problem today that it was 200 years ago. Mm-hmm. We just close our eyes to it because we are the West, are no longer di- directly involved, mm-hmm. but it's a huge issue still in Africa, the Arab world, mm-hmm. and I mean a huge issue. 
Like all of those au pairs that the, yeah. the Arabs get to go and work for them. Yeah. We don't actually know what's happening to... You know when they um, invite you to the country to come yeah. and work here? You don't know what's happening once that person's gotten over there. They take their passports. Yeah. All, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. But what part are we playing as well? Because my answer to Michael, it says, um, on, it's dependent on how we consume as well. Because if we are... Quite like you said, consume, consume, consume. There are people that are working for minimal a pound a day in some of these countries. I know, but okay. a pound to them is like, yeah, but still, Leash, not still a pound to us. Okay, so we could play a big part in the in our choices, right? We too are under it. You won't, you want. Oh, okay, so we we do play a part mm. when it comes to that slavery, modern day slavery. Because of how we consume as well. So sometimes, sometimes we have to look at ourselves mm. and see how we are contributing mm. to that as well. Mm. But I think everyone, all of us, regardless of what we want to look at it, are under some form of slavery or not. Yeah. What would you say? You can be a slave to anything. You can be a slave to yourself. You can be a slave to your you know materialistic mentality you know you could be a slave to anything but a slavery itself in the sense of how we as a people are were oppressed and other people that followed us are are oppressed i do think it still exists i think the mentality definitely still exists in some um white people I usually say that on the show but I think the mentality is still there yeah. because they almost forget that we now can be on the same level yeah. as them. And the thing is, is, is it that unconscious bias or is it a conscious bias why they do it? Is some, I, some people it is an unconscious they bias. See, they see you and all they see is the help. <laughs> and when in fact... Well, I'll help you to a nice bye if you want, yeah. you know? That's what, they, that's nah. what they're seen as. And you've nah. got to realise that in a lot of ways, we've looked at that young girl with the sutras. Mm. In her beautiful brain, what she's come up with, she was only 17. And she's not the only one. A lot of our, the youngsters are on these very high levels. Yet, we are made to feel like we're on a lower level and should be in servitude. But it's because others. they don't understand our concept. So she will come with that idea. And you'll notice, as I was um, scanning the article it was another person of color that was complimenting her it was an asian lady um who was saying that this is you know amazing someone that is on a similar yeah mental level to her whereas i do feel that in some instances they can't is inconceivable to them they don't understand how have you come to that concrete how have you worked that worked out that how idea. could you possibly come from a disadvantaged i don't know if she was disadvantaged but a lot of the time they are yeah. how can you come from a disadvantaged environment and be that intelligent yeah are they how uh, they they'll do it around another way like last week see that your idea is good just like what the slave masters used to do back in the day. Tell you it's not good enough. And take, not, not the fact that they don't tell you that you're not good enough, but then they'll take it yeah. as their own. Yeah. You know, when you know that you've put your blood, sweat and tears into it and then you come away with nothing. Mm. So it's just a matter of really just knowing our worth as people and 
just really not trying to be into that that form of mental slavery and knowing ourselves. But if we don't know ourselves, then yes, we will end up mm. in some form of slavery, Lily. Yes, no? I don't know. It's true, we will. Yeah, if you don't if you don't know yourself. We will. I just I just I don't think it's ever I don't think it's something that's ever gonna be black and white. I don't think it's any ever gonna be something where you can say, Me as a person, I know I'm not enslaved by anyone and anything. I don't think it's ever gonna be that clean. Cut dry. Yeah. yeah. But it's just it's us knowing ourselves. And then what we're signing for and not allowing other people to have that dominance and to take over and keeping and maintaining our power Mm. and our freedom. Because what does that that word mean to you? This is the thing. What power or freedom do we have? Last year taught us we don't have no freedom. Last year taught us that if they turn around and say, no, you're not leaving your house. You're not leaving your house. I left my house. Well, you didn't leave your house because even you said it yourself that... Even if it wasn't out of one, subconsciously you still stayed in your house. I went out early in the mornings. We went for our walks. That, that was allowed. That was allowed. That was allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and the judge brings down their gavel. Bang. You were allowed to go for a walk. You were allowed to do one hour of exercise. I done more. I just, do you know what? I done my thing. But no, but you can't say that. You can. This is this is what this is what you have to accept. (laughs) I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry. You have to accept that it comes some point where they will dictate to you, and if you do not listen, then you will reap the repercussions from your stubbornness. It's not even that. It's it's your will. It's your right. And it's knowing you're right because they went against a lot of things. Unless you live off the grid, you have no rights. No, even when you live off the grid, you're not meant to live off the grid. No, but you can, I found that there is a way you can, but it goes right back to the where you get birthed. But, you okay. know. Well, maritime law and um, there's two laws. What are we under? Because maritime law has us under restrictions. What's maritime law? That's the law of the sea. So when you're born, um, the, the the birth certificate that you sign is not nothing to do with the land. There's oh, law yeah, of the land yeah, and maritime law. Yeah, I was. There's that's what two. I was what are we under? Because if we're under the law of the land, we have a lot more say than we do if we're under maritime law, and that's something else we'll cover in this show, because it goes deep. It goes very, very deep. And a lot of us are unaware of what our liberties are. A lot of us are unaware of the things that we can and we cannot do. And a lot of us are unaware of when they say mandatory and compulsory. All right? A lot of us are unaware of these things. And we need to be aware. Do those words not mean the same thing? They are the same thing. But they change... They're two different words that mean the same thing. Yeah. But to people that might mean that I have to, when in fact you don't have to. If something is compulsory, you do have to do it. No, you don't. Look at, Go look at it. But we'll look at that another time. Because we're Word looking of about... the day, people. What does compulsory <laughs> See? So we have to know when we're in or something. We have to know. I must take time. Take your hand out of tiger mode. When you're hunting a tiger Aye. mode, you have to take time for take it out. Right. So 
on that thought, I we're going to be back so in five because we are. Oh, actually, we're finishing now, Lily. Books over what? there. Do you want to grab it? Yeah. Oh man, my slow jams. It is. I know you wanted to do oh, your slow jams tonight, but it's seven forty-eight. Beautiful people, and time is ticking. Wow. We want to give a big shout out to DJ Caddy, as well as DJ Ninja Man Lloyd. In between that one, yeah, Ninja Man Lloyd. You can catch Caddy from ten till twelve on a Thursday, and Ninja Man Lloyd from eight till ten on a Thursday, as well as twelve till no ten till twelve on a Sunday. So tomorrow, as well, we'll be catching uh, Charlie Muir with the General Disarray Show from 7 till 8, at 7 till 9. I'm all fingers and thumbs, guys. Please forgive me. As well as uh, Darnell, the therapist, from 9 to 11. So, Lily, what does our book of principles say today? What are we, what are we looking at? I'm just going to stick with humaneness because that seems to be the theme that's been yeah. running through this month. <clears throat> To, pe- to lead people, walk behind them. As for the best leaders, the people do not notice their existence. The next best, the people honour and praise. The next, the people fear. And the next, the people hate. When the best leader's work is done, the people say, we did it ourselves. Laozi said that. That's very true. Yeah. You do not lead from the front. Because if you're leading from the front, you can't see what people behind you are Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So leading from the front. So again, if you lead from the rear, then you have your eye. You, your eye is quite open to who you are because you don't mind taking the back. Mm-hmm. And you you can see how the others are working, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Was there another one there? Is that how we're going to leave it? Yeah, that's how we're going to leave it. I think when we have discussed, you know, being involved in the Barclays programs, um, the invention of this young lady, Daisha, and then when we've discussed or we've looked at slavery the evolution of slavery because it's not ended. Mm. They might have signed a piece of paper and freed persons, um, but they've just enslaved them in another way, one of them being the penal system. But there's also the mental slavery. Those of us that may feel liberated and be out here doing what we can for ourselves, Mm. when it does come to leadership and it does come to us supporting our other our people sometimes it's about yeah and it is about being observant someone made the point about the rich getting richer maybe we need to start observing what these rich people are doing as to why they got so many people walking behind them because they're not walking at the back (laughs) yeah and and that's the thing so knowing from leading from the back from that um layout was it Mm -hmm, knowing that thought then we can have an idea of seeing or having that foresight and knowing what to do when we are um and leaning from the back as well you can be coaxing mm-hmm. and doing it in a lovely way but loving way but it said some will hate as well wouldn't they dependent yeah. on the way that we lead dependent on the way that we do things yeah so if we want to be that domineering person then maybe we we might be hated if we want to be that submissive person then we might be liked but not taken seriously 
Mm. But if you want to be that assertive person, obvious responsive to what other people are doing, then perhaps being responsive is leading from the back. Mm -hmm. All right. So, you know, we can all be enslaved to something Mm. in there's many different ways that we can be enslaved not just by people but by the things that we do as well Mm. okay so if that's the case then we need to free ourselves from whatever's holding us back from being our better the better the best version of ourselves Mm. and really progressing forward because it's all about progress and elevation progress and elevation bev said it she said rise and shine thank you bev she always says we rise above it yes and we do we have to rise above we yes there may be a mentality in a culture that people may look at us a certain way and we said you know they see us as the help Mm. fine they can see us as the help that doesn't that doesn't mean we have to act like it we don't have to act like it. We hold ourselves in high esteem because we know what we're capable of doing. Yeah. Um, and young people like this lady, Daisha, she knew what she was capable of doing. She read the book she needed to read. She did the experimenting and the research that she needed to do. And she was the, in the top 40 of, of finalists. And the lady that spoke to her said that this kind of work is post doctoral work that she was doing so she was was 17 17 years old 17 17. that had to come from somewhere Mm. so they 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 freed themselves in that sense and she knew Mm. do you know what i can achieve anything i want to yeah probably from the back end with her parents Mm. pushing her and look look at that Mm. how amazing and she's not that's not the first example that we've seen it is not the first example, and it won't be the last example. No. You see. All right, so, yeah, modern slavery, slavery may have evolved, but do we have to come underneath that yoke? Mm. I'd say, no, we don't, because we can challenge it in a different way mm. and take it from another way. Are we revolutionists as well? You know? Maybe. <laughs> well, I, I agree. My love. I do agree what Michael's saying, though. There's always been slavery, yeah. and this is one thing that we need to accept. We look at the um, transatlantic slave trade as the only form of slavery when slavery has been going from the beginning of time when one man wanted to dominate another. Mm. It's always been happening. It's just um, the extremes of the forms. transatlantic slave trade is what is branded in people's mind. Yeah. Um, but we know that it's, like you said, still happening in places like China and Libya. So it's just a different form of slavery in those countries. It's it's still happening, whether we like it, agree with it and want to accept it. But it's not even just that. It's, um, you know, the the, the underhanded ones with the trafficking. Oh, yeah. So it is a very, very big issue is a very big problem Mm. and who knows what it's going to take to tackle these issues because yeah uh, 400 years of slavery in the the americas but yes it it was before Mm. if you're going according to the scriptures egypt the israelites were in slavery then now again it's as michael said bigger than ever Mm. bigger than ever or is it just the fact that we we can log it and see exactly yeah, what's I just, going on. Yeah, that's the only thing I think it is. We have social media and journalists. That's the only difference. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, you know what, um, lovely listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please check the schedules for when our DJs are playing. And also, not forgetting John J.E. You can catch John J.E. on a Sunday morning. And our DJ LJ Original, he's our new DJ on the station. Check him out on a Friday evening from 8 till 10. And, um, yeah, following me, or following us tonight, should I say, is DJ Laro. You can catch DJ Laro from 8 till 10 tonight and through various um, nights throughout the week on a Friday night as well as a Sunday afternoon so please check the schedule in order to know who's playing so I guess all we have left to say is thank you or give yourselves a nice big round of applause for joining us tonight and all we got left to say really is we'll see See y'all on on the the other side side. take care evening But nothing will change the love inside